We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Prop Shop Playoff Edition Round 2. I am Britt Devine here with the Prop Shop Master slash uh, Tennis Bankroll Builder, Mr. Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Uh, the Prop Shop is where it's at for all of those tennis props. Uh, I think the entire Prop Shop is going to Sizzler tonight, Chief. Thanks for that. And uh, we're looking forward to keeping it going on NFL this weekend. Listen, I take zero credit for this tennis. Shout out to my boy, Rando Randacat, and Watch Out 03. Listen, folks, th- this is why you have to be in the prop shop. I don't want to say it all times because you can have a life. But you need to be popping in, popping out, because you don't know what's going to come up that might be advantageous for the whole group, right? And that's what really this is about. It's about us all eating which is slightly different than DFS where I want to come in first and you can come in second, but I want the top right. We can all get in where we fit in, in the prop shop. And it's based on how much you want to invest. And I must say, I think as a collective unit in the prop shop, this has to be the most money we've made as a unit. Probably. I I want to go out on a limb and say ever like Mm -hmm. this was a collective. Everybody got in on the action. We made tons of money. Get it on the prop shop, folks. I mean, that's that's what it's about. It's about the joint sweat. It's about a community that's going to contribute to itself, right? We're a self-sufficient community. Everybody contributes. Get it? You'll see. Brent contributes. Contributes. I contribute. Nobody has to be the smartest person in the room. If you think you're the smartest person in the room, this might not be the place for you. We don't care. What we care about is did you find a good prop? What do we need to do? That's what we need to do? Great. We'll get on on it with you, and we'll all ride the wave. And that's what's so cool about the prop shop. And, and once again, man, shout out to those guys because they put us on the tennis like as soon as they hit the board. And, and I mean, we, we had a profitable, very profitable weekend. I mean, through Sunday, Monday, and even through this morning. I know Britt and I had a prop that we were both waiting on, mm-hmm. uh, which was Brooksby that came through. So I woke up this morning, Britt, and money was in, in the bank. How many, I said, how oh, many upgrades did you add to the wedding this morning? <laughs> uh, zero. <laughs> so, so the thing is, 
This is this is getting money tier. back, Britt. This tennis <laughs> money is, is is money back from from what I spent. <laughs> so this is great. It this is a free wedding at this point. <laughs> yep. uh, if you guys want to get in on the prop shop, it is literally free. You just have to have a Roto Grinders account. Literally just an account, not a premium account or anything like that. Yeah, link it to the Roto Grinders Discord. There's a prop shop up at the top. You just join that. You don't have to contribute to the conversation. You just sort of lurk and see what's going. Introduce yourself. Fun uh, little community Chiefs put up. And uh, I know my no doubt prop of the week, Chief. Daniel Jones, 205. What are they what, what are they doing giving us Daniel Jones 205 against the Vikings? This week, it's at 205 again. I'm not I we'll, we'll discuss that as we get into here. Uh, and the sites haven't put up the San Francisco Dallas game yet. I'm waiting on that. Well, maybe we can talk about some of the expected lines we see on that because there's there's no doubt they're gonna come today. And if I see a Christian McCaffrey line and a certain number, I'm gonna start hitting the over on that one and, and things like that. But it was a fun. Super wild card. We're back into the, what is this, the divisional round now. And there are some props I like on the board. There's not a lot up totally. You want to just go game by game what interests us? There's only three games up. I think that's probably the best way to approach it today. Yeah, man, let's ride. I've got a couple, uh, one on underdog that I really like. So we could just take it game by game and, and go from there. Yeah, I've got two on underdog. I'm on. I'm I'm pretty sure I know the one you're going to talk about on underdog. No question. Uh, there's another one I like, but let's start in the game that's on the board first. Saturday, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars are going into Kansas City. You know, yeah. did the Jaguars get a little lucky? Did the Chargers Charger? I don't know. I think a little bit have happened, but this is what we've got right here. I was on the Jags. Thankfully, that came through. I wasn't expecting it when I went to bed halfway through that game. But I think this I think that was this a tight Trevor, one, Britt. Like, this that, Trevor that Lawrence. This Trevor Lawrence is might be my favorite prop of the week right now. And that's up at 245. And I know ETN oh. ETN is also a little bit low. So these guys are coming in just a little bit too low. Lawrence went over this. They played in Kansas City earlier in the year and they lost 27 to 17. Uh Lawrence had over 259. I put this up on scores and odds already on Monday afternoon. I gave it to the prop shop this morning, so you can get in on these lines. It hasn't changed yet. But when the books come out, this is definitely going to be in the 250s, in my opinion. Underdog has it at total yards at, uh, let's see here, what's their total yards? Is at 273? I think they just took it off the board, maybe. Yeah, they grade that one and the Kansas City game. Both have been great. As we were coming live, they mm-hmm. graded. But we're. St- I think I think we'll still be be good on prize picks. I don't think we're going to have any problems. Yeah, I don't know if. I don't know if props just came out for this game because they just adjusted. Let me see if there's anything on scores and odds here real quickly. Yeah, I'm, I'm headed there myself, actually. Oh, yeah, it does look – it looks like the Trevor Lawrence line is out. So it's actually – it's 243 on FanDuel, 245. So these just adjusted to the sports book. So the Trevor Lawrence line is basically in line currently. This is going to go – this is going to get bet up over the week. Mahomes um, is actually 10 under, which is why mm-hmm. I was saying we needed to get in on the first half – at 147, like yep. right now, because this yes, they're going to adjust it. Yeah, so I like that one. And on the rushing yards, ETN is at 65 and a half, so this is a little low. The Roto Grinders projection, I don't know if it's updated completely yet for next week, but it, it looks like Mahomes and ETN are both lower. But I like the Trevor Lawrence passing yards as well, 245. That's what that's pretty much going to be where it stays at. In two, 259, he's gone every time he's thrown the ball over 37 pass attempts, he's gone over it this year. 
and I think they're going to have to throw. I think Kansas City is going to lay the smack down off the bye. So I like Lawrence. I, I like ETN. I think that's a little bit too low, too. Those are my and, top three from the game. Yeah, and the Mahomes over 147 and a half. Now, I don't normally play now. the five. Yeah, get that now. Uh, I'm going to put it in live on the show with Lawrence. I'm just going to sprinkle in the Mahomes. I'm going to sprinkle in the ETN line uh, for the full game. I like that. Although the first half ETN at 31 and a half might even be the stronger version. You don't really know if they're going to get the ball in the first half, but if they're going to run, you would think it would be in the first half. But even the yeah. full game ETN at 63 and a half, I mean, that could legitimately be Chief 10 rush attempts for him. I mean, he's very yeah. efficient. The Chiefs can't stop anybody. So I'll put a little sprinkle on both of those to start the week here. And I think you're on board with all three of these plays. Mahomes, full game, first half, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Here, here's something that's interesting for me. And Brett, this I think this is a unique show because it's we've got less games, but the books are kind of putting stuff up while we're live, which is which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Pacheco came in on FanDuel at 53 and a half, and he's at 55 and a half on points bet. I so I, I'm unless he's under, already up. His under was my favorite. It was 61 and a half. That was right. definitely my favorite play of the week on underdog. And uh I'm I don't I'm glad I got that, that in now. early. I, I don't I don't I don't think you can do that now that 53 and a half. Like I think it's just you probably this, just how about up. 60 and a half, Chief? Let's get on this right now, too. Yeah, yeah. Cause they, they prize picks hasn't moved it yet. So it looks like right now we you probably so here's what I'm gonna say. I don't know where people's risk tolerance is, but get it getting in Mahomes, E.T. and Lawrence right now is probably like what you need to do because it's it's I mean Lawrence is okay. Et Et will move a couple yards. Mahomes is going to move ten yards. It looks like, at least based on the books. So you mm-hmm. want to go ahead and get that first half in now for sure. Uh, let's see. Does No House Advantage have anything up? Because I've been kind of playing over there a little bit. Um, yeah, No House Advantage doesn't have anything up right now, and 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 Monkey Knife Fight didn't have anything up either. No. Or thrive when, when I checked earlier. So um definitely want to get those in. Here's what I will say though, Britt. I think these are your staple props, the Mahomes, the Lawrence, the ETN for now. I think we need to game stack this one though. Because if Lawrence is going over 245, Kirk, Jones, or both are probably going to go over their receiving prop if they have to keep up in this game. But I think mm-hmm. we can wait on that a little bit. Do you get what I'm saying? Just to see. Yeah, the props are out. This is the only game that has props out. So the receiving yards, Kirk's line is 59 or 60 and a half. So it's a little bit juiced up on price picks currently right now. But yeah. the problem is once once they adjust, they're going to adjust across the board. So you're not, you're not going right. to be able to pick and choose. Zay yeah. Jones's line is out. He's at 49 or 50. Yeah. So he's basically in line. Yeah. Uh, Evan Ingram doesn't have a lineup yet. Travis Kelsey's line is 79 and a half. So you're getting a little bit on that if you want to take him on the over game at least from an odds perspective at the opening line and juju is at 50 and a half it's he's a little under fan doing 50 and a half on points bet yeah yeah so there's nothing maybe kelsey is the only odds play currently up there the other ones will adjust but once that adjusts the lawrence line the mahomes line the etn line all those are also going to adjust so you're not going to be able to get the value per se from an odds perspective so chief i just cooked up a little 
a, a four pick, which I'm totally, I don't play the three picks. I want to play a four pick, I think, on prize picks. I'm okay with a three pick on underdog with that extra payout boost there. Tell me what you think of this. Mahomes over 147 and a half first half. We're, we're on that. Lawrence over 245. Pacheco under 60, right? This is at 53 and a half right now. So we're getting pretty, you know, if you got a 60, that's going to be minus 180, closer to minus 200 to actually get this line. So this is a really good price, at least from a sportsbook odds perspective. And then the ETN over 63. I, I think this is a nice little four pick if you're looking to make a, a quick early game stack. I actually put this in as we were talking on the show here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I got in a three pick power on Mahomes, ETN, and Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, cause those were like my favorites and then I'm going to do one. So another thing too, Brett, and I'm not just cut myself off this reuse players button that, that prize picks has now is awesome. Cause I don't have to do anything. I'll, yep. I'll literally hit reuse players. It'll be there. I'll add in Pacheco. I got my four flex and I'm good. Yeah. That was their solution to round Robin. You just can do that much easier now. So, um, so anything, uh, do you have, if you had to pick a receiver, I don't really have, I, I don't have Brett. a take. What do you got? I didn't realize this. Not not that I, I don't know. I actually may play this Brit for what it's worth. It I, it's gonna feel yucky on prize picks if you take Mahomes first half, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence full game and ET in 63 and a half. They're giving you three X on the payout. Now I, I know that's sucky, right? Like it's not it's not a great payout. I, just add in ETN, Chief. Just just add that? in under Pacheco, and you get a 10x. <laughs> That's, okay. That is the play without question. No, no, no. But, you know, I'm going to flex. I don't I don't really power oh, prize no. picks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'll just do that. Well, I tell you what. I, I already did the power. I just didn't realize it was 3x for those. Because, you know, usually on prize picks, the uh, when you get three, it's two point two five x, but they're cutting down your secondary payout, which is basically yeah. a refund. So yep. uh, I'm just I'm just gonna do the round robin next with Mahomes, Et, and Mahomes Lawrence, and that'll mm-hmm. take care of it. Yeah, I think that's that, and I I definitely like the uh, Pacheco under sixty and a half. Again, the sports books open that at fifty three and a half. That is gonna change very quickly. So if you are interested in getting a good odds play. I'm definitely on Pacheco under. I was on it under, even if it opened up at 65, right? I still would have been on the under because I just think with McKinnon in there, this is the playoffs. It's going to be Mahomes doing Mahomes things. And I think the Jaguars might be able to keep it reasonably close. I think the spread's eight and a half. That's not too bad. Uh, So if it comes down, I don't expect them having to run the clock out or anything like that. I think the Jags can move the ball. Uh, So those are a couple of plays I'm on for this game. You got anything else from the, the Chiefs game, Chief? Um, you know, I always want to talk about secondary lines just so, so mm-hmm. I think, I think another ETM prop that you might be able to get in on, it's going to feel weird, but they're going to run him. I think he comes in at 50 and a half to 16 and a half rushing attempts. And I think I'll be inclined to take the over because Tampa, because I'm mean, not Tampa Bay, Kansas City's not going to be able to stop them on the ground. And if, if they figure that out and they get going early, I think they'll have they'll give him enough touches early on in the running game to get there. So I think we want to keep that one in our back pockets. Um, I, I failed miserably on the uh, target prop for for Evan Ingram, but that was more game script. Like they got so far behind, all they had to do was throw. 
I may go back to it. We'll see. Because we think this game is going to be a shootout, but I want to see what the target props are. Because if how, how many times did Lawrence throw the ball last week? Do you know? Uh, he was definitely up there. Er. Had had to be, what, in the 40s, I would say? Yeah. This is the whole second half. So I want to see if he comes in at, like, 34, 34. and a half. Yeah, yeah. 34. And I'd take the over on that one for sure. Yeah, and, and I'm going to take the over on that too. So those are, those are kind of my secondary lines for this particular game. Uh, let's go to the Giants. Or actually, here, let's do chronological. Let's do uh, Bengals at Buffalo. So the one I've, I wrote this up on scores and odds already is Jamar Chase. So this line, so last week it was at like 78. The sportsbooks opened it at 70, which made literally no sense to me. Yeah. And I don't know if they're not, I think this is probably going to be about the opening line. So I don't think this is like a value play. This is just a, if you want to play, that's going to hit. This is, this is the play. This It's not the odds play. It's yeah. none of those waiting on Pinnacle or FanDuel or DraftKings. This is the, it's going to hit, so you play it. And that's Jamar Chase over 82 and a half. He's gone over this in four or five career playoff games in six of his last eight games. And he's got double digit targets in nine of his last 10. I mean, he is without question down the stretch here, the true alpha of this offense. He didn't really have it going before that first game got called. He wasn't really involved too much. There wasn't a lot of offense, but I still expect him to be the absolute no doubt alpha in 82 and a half. Double-digit targets, I think, is is almost a lock as well. It's just it's too good of a line to pass up for a guy who is involved in all those short to intermediate plays but also has the ability to, one, break any of those but also pick up 30, 40, 50 chunk yards at a single time. So I think the Jamar Chase, 82.5 over, that's my favorite line from this game personally right now. And I know here, there's no doubt on underdog you are on Stefan Diggs at over. You already know. There's no doubt, yeah, right? Yeah. That, <laughs> There's no way. That, yeah, that, that's the play for me right now. I, I knew you probably that, – that's the obvious one. And once again, Brett, here's another reason why I've been on Diggs. I think if, if people have been game log watching, they saw these bad games, but it was like weather games, weird situations. This guy's the alpha, and I think we've seen that over the past two to three weeks now. Like, they are going to get him the ball. And so in this game – you know, where, where it's probably going to be, I, I don't want to say, I guess I would say somewhat emotional, Britt. You know, it's, it's kind of a rematch, um, you know, probably reminders of the Hamlin situation. But I think these teams are going to want to come out and play well. Even still, Diggs is seven and a half, like sign me up. He's going to get the volume. Same thing for Jamar. Like when receivers get volume, they don't need, and Diggs has caught the big play to take him over. Don't get me wrong. But he's been clearing this number by, like, 30 yards here recently. You know, he's been hitting, what, 110? Like, he's clearing it just fine. Um, But the volume is what we get, Britt. Like, you see that past two weeks, 10 targets, nine targets, seven catch. Like, that's what we want. Uh, We we want the volume. So, I love Diggs. Uh, I think this is a, a really good spot for him. And usually I don't do this on this show because it is a prop show. But I will say, and I, I'm probably going to write this up for, for scores and odds. I'll give a little scores and odds plug as well because clearly that website ties into what we do. I think you need to just get on over to scores and odds right now and take the Bengals 
over 23 and a half at bet MGM at plus 110. I think they're going to score at least 24 points in this game, Brett. Like that, I don't see them not scoring points. I think Baltimore's defense is slightly better than the Bills currently constructed due to their injuries. And they were able to put up points. 23 and a half at plus 110. I, I think that's that's great. That's a great line on the book to take. Um, so I think you need to get in because 22 and a half is at minus 112. So get in on that right now. I, I think the I think the Bengals were more than 24 points. Let's see. Totals. Let's see. How many games will Cincinnati? I'm trying to find where you said MGM chief. Yeah, bet MGM. It's at 23 over 23 and a half plus 110. I'm trying to find it right now. I can't win total. I'll have to find it later, but I definitely agree. I think this game's yeah. gonna have a lot of a lot of points. I love I can't believe Gabe Davis is at four playoff playoff Gabe Davis is sitting at 47 and a half, Chief. This is take him. And then the Trevor Lawrence line, I mean, it's in line with the sports books, but at 245, you got yeah. a nice little three pick. If yeah, the Pacheco line would have no doubt been my favorite, but now that's it's been adjusted, the Trevor Lawrence 245.5, this looks like a nice little three pick on, on underdog. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I'm in, man. Like, sign me up. Sign yeah. me up. So I, I'm debating, I'm debating how much more I want to get in on uh ETN and Mahomes. Lawrence right now on on prize picks mm -hmm. because it's going to move, especially this Mahomes one. Like the, the the Mahomes first half is probably going to end up. I say it ends up around one sixty before we're over. But because what they've been doing, remember they've been juicing his first half yards anyway. Like once the books comes out, like they've been leaning more first half. Yeah, than they know we talk about it in the because, shop. Yeah, yeah. So I I think. I think, I mean, I think I'm just going to get another two or three units in on that right now just to get some, some good leverage for this weekend. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you have any thoughts on the rest of that game, right? So Josh Allen's sitting at 270. I think they're I think that's probably a little too low given what we expect to happen in this game. Can you I don't know. Underdog has this combined at 315. They didn't really run them last week, which is a little strange. I know they were spying on them quite a bit in that game. Yeah. Do you like the 315? I, you want to just go total game stack and then add that to, or is that too high for you? I mean, honestly, I think I I feel okay leaving them out at 315. I think I just take Burrow at 270-ish 
Um, where's he sitting at on underdog? Oh, he's at 282. 282. Yeah, mm. so you're, you're much better off playing that on prize picks right yeah, now. Yeah, he's at 270. But then you can't get the discount on Diggs. It's a weird combination. Probably yeah. just take Diggs, add him into your Jacksonville stuff on, yeah, on underdog. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. how I stand, too, personally on that one. Uh, anything else? You know, Higgins is at, what is he, 61 and a half. His production sort of falling off. He can always have these pretty big weeks. He's at 67 and a half on underdog you i don't know i just think this game i feel like this is going to be the miami games total where it's 34 31 but with offense from both sides instead of miami just getting lucky to score a bunch of points along the way i think it this looks like cincinnati was running buffalo off this field in that in the last game before it got called they were moving the ball at will no question if they're able to do that again I mean, why wouldn't you want to take a, a Higgins, a Burrow over? I just see – I see a lot of yards. I see a lot of points being scored in this game. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so so here, here's the thing, Brett, and I will say that from this weekend, if you – outside of – and look, we had a bad beat with Justin Jefferson, okay, and his, mm-hmm. and his receiving yards. My God. The, Gi- the but, Giants really – they played great defense on Justin Jefferson last week. Without yeah. Question. Yeah. But I'm saying outside of that, if you – and, look, we had a different outlook on some of these games, but I made I made up for it in the second half uh, on some of these ones. Like, if I got it wrong, maybe initially I made up for it in the second half. If you just literally stacked these games this weekend and took all overs on wide receivers and quarterbacks, you made a ton of money. Um, pretty, pretty much in almost every game. And so in this particular game with the Bills and Cincinnati, I do think this one this week feels like the one where the points are going to be. I'm I'm still a little little leery of the Giants Philly game. Like that feels like it's going to be a slightly tougher game to me. You get what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. Cincinnati Buffalo and Kansas City Jacksonville feel like the shootout games of the weekend to me. So you know, like I said, at the end of it all, I'm going to stack once they get all the quarterback lines out. Um, I mean, all the wide receiver lines out and some of the alternate props. I am going to stack both of these games. Lawrence Mahomes with the receiver. And I may just do that now, even though the lines haven't moved. Because if I don't get the Mahomes first half and the ETNN now, it's going to be You got like an line. hour. You've got yeah. like an hour and it could happen at any second. So within an hour, right. there's no doubt they're so, going to move these. So ones. what I'm saying is I'm probably going to have to just take a shot on Zay Jones and Kirk with them being already close to the books and then take Mahomes, E.T. and Lawrence, Kirk, Jones, Kelsey. You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. get that in now because Kelsey's going to bump up. Jones is going to be about the same. Christian Kirk may come down two or three yards, but – I think that's enough to, to get us ETN at a discount and the Patrick Mahomes first half at a discount as well because Mahomes is going to bump. So that's what I think I'm going to do, and I'm, I'm doing that now. Pacheco. Oh, man. Kelsey's already bumped. Yep, they got it already. So Yeah, so there you I have I literally it. think I just got in. I just got Pacheco under 60 and a half, and now it's switched. So they the literally just bumped. Right. Yeah. Yep, it's bumped. This is why you got to get it in. So I, I would – I would probably go ahead and get that in now. If you um, want him to home, Kelsey alone, I'm just not going to worry about it now. You know, I missed my if, full game stack with a little bit of value. I'm okay with that. It's cool. 
Chief, if you're if you want any more Mahomes, if anyone watching live wants Mahomes at 295 or the first half line, you literally have to get that in right no. now. Uh, Mahomes first half is already at 158. I told you. I oh, knew it was gonna move already. Done. Yep, they just moved it. You can still get the full game at oh no, everything's moved. They get that game's bumped. All Done. right. There it is. So let's go right, to the let's go to the Giants in Philly. So last week, Chief. The no doubt play I said on the show, I said it in the prop shop, I had it on scores and odds was Daniel Jones over 205 passing yards. My no doubt play when it comes up is going to be Daniel Jones rushing attempts, Daniel Jones rushing yards, because Brian Dable, this is going to be like the Justin Fields. Remember when we were playing Justin Fields earlier in the season when they changed the offense to let him run and the books didn't adjust quick enough for like four weeks? Yeah. This is what the Daniel Jones playoff line is going to be. They're not. They're going to. It's going to come out at like nine, eight rushing attempts. It was at six and a half last week. Now I wasn't on that. I should have been, and I should have made the connection. But they we ran had enough all, at two o five, two o four and a half. Yeah, I was. We, I was good. We on had that. enough. But the the rushing line. This dude ran what like how many times last week? It was well into the double digits. Uh, he ran. Uh, well, he had seventy eight yards. I don't see a, a, attempts on here, but it was a ton. Brian Dable. He is is Josh Allen the poor man's Daniel Jones now, Chief? Because Daniel Jones is the he is the guy running all over the field. There, uh, this is he's using him like he used Josh Allen in the playoffs. He's letting him run because he knows that's going to be his best chance of trying to score points against Philadelphia, and they're going to have to keep up. I want to ask you, which Philadelphia Giants performance do you think is more like the real one? Was it several weeks ago when Philadelphia? absolutely demolished the Giants. I think it was 48 to 22. Or was it week 18 where uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, who wasn't running, who wasn't going to take any contact, who was playing very conservatively, barely beat a second string Giants team. So which one do you think is the real outcome? I think the outcome is somewhere in the middle. I don't think the Giants get beat by 20 points like they did the last time. And I don't think Hertz is going to play as conservative as he did. Here's what I do think, though, Brett. I still think Daniel Jones is too low in passing yards again. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's too low. Like, I don't think he's I, going for I 300. Think, I'm much more likely to – I like the total on underdog right now at 262. If I was going to choose between one of those, because I want I want those rushing yards, Chief. And I think, I think the line – I think the pass line is going to come out around the 205, especially after last week's performance, maybe a little higher. I but think the 220, rushing, to be honest with you. I, I think yeah, 220. The, the rush line is going to be like 40 or 50, and I'm gonna, I would take the over on that. You add in the combined, this is definitely too low for what the combined is going to be. Yeah, I, I'm tough, Britt. I just so – here's, here's my argument, and I, I'm with you. Like, I like the combined too. My argument for the 205 is this. I don't think the Giants are going to be in control of this game on cruise control like they were in Minnesota. There's no like they're, they're going into Philly. I think Philly's going to be up on them at some point. And I think whether it happens late in the first half or early in the second half, mm-hmm. I think Daniel Jones is going to have to once again try to push this ball down the field. And so as a result, once again, I don't I don't think this thing is coming out at 240 again. I think it's going to come in out. Let's go a little bit modest. 215, 218 and a half. Yeah, but yeah, somewhere like up that. in there. But I still think 205 and a half is too low 
because of the way I think the game is going to play. I, I still think Philly's the better team, and I think the Giants are behind, and Daniel Jones has got to decide to pass at some point. Um, and in I the, think that's how he gets there. In that first game, Daniel Jones, the Eagles were down 28-7 to at halftime. Daniel Jones' stat line, 18 of 27 for 169 yards and one touchdown, four rushes for 26 yards. I mean, this was just an absolute bludgeoning. Tyrod Taylor even came in to finish the game. Now that Daniel Jones will get the mop-up duty, no question. If it is a blowout, they're not going to pull him in the playoff game. But even in that, I I sort of think the Eagles blow the Giants out of the water in this game. I just think this is these are two mismatched teams. We knew the Vikings were fraudulent, and we knew the Giants and Dable could game plan to to do something against that, and it worked out. And that was my thesis last week. And my thesis this week is the Eagles are way too damn good to let the Giants stick around in this game. They are, and but so but but Britt, here's what I will say. Let's let's reference. Just as a quick reference, the Baltimore-Cincinnati game without Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I think there's value in playing a division opponent in the play, playoffs, and now you're yep. seeing them for a third time. Yep. I think the Giants play better here. I don't think they win. I think this game is a lot closer than we think. So, as a matter of fact, let, let me go to the books right now because this might be another one, Brett, that I need to get in on. I would take the Giants plus seven and a half right now, straight up. I don't. I'm, I, don't I'm a, I don't think Philly I'm definitely wins by not more on than, that. I, I I'm definitely Philly not on that. Field goal. All right. So what I've done is I I've taken and this is on scores and I'll give it to you guys here on the show. Uh, I've taken the Chiefs and the Eagles, but you do a six point teaser on DraftKings. You get minus one twenty odds. You get the Chiefs at minus two and a half. You get the Eagles at minus one and a half. Six point teaser. Lock that in. That is the absolute. Play oh, I don't hate that at all. Yeah, that, that that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That that's cool. Um, but once again, I think this game is closer. I'm on, on prize picks. I think we get in on Danny Dimes passing yards again. Like, I, I don't think we see the same bludgeoning. And I I, I love that word, Brit bludgeoning. I don't think we you see know, the bludgeoning that we was. did. Get get on the Eagles' first half points too. I'm 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 going to be going Eagles all out in this game. I can. I just think they are. So superior to the Giants in every way, shape, and form that this we're getting a gift because the Giants played a good game against the Vikings here. And I think this should be closer to like 10 or something like that as a spread. You're not going to see that spread, but that's what, what I would personally put it at this week. So what about the rest of the players here? I'm very, very interested in A.J. Brown's receiving line at 75 and a half, 74 and I like a half. him and Devontae, but I'm going to split them this week. I'm not playing them together. I'm going to split them because I don't – like both of them could go off or one of them could go off. And I think that's mm-hmm. how it goes. I just – I'm going to split them. So I'm going to have yeah, one think, car with A.J. and one car with Devontae. With how – the problem with the – right, the Giants shut down Justin Jefferson and they let T.J. Hawkinson go nuts because you're obviously going to want – TJ Hawkinson to get the receptions instead of Justin Jefferson. And I don't know, like Devonta Smith is a very good receiver. I don't know if they're going to put the same type of coverage and thought into covering AJ Brown. I think it, because Jalen Hurts can go to Devonta Smith all day long and he'll, he'll be wide open if they leave him in single coverage and really try to focus on AJ Brown. So I, I think, I think they're both in play. I do like your idea of splitting them a little bit, but I think the AJ Brown alpha is going to come through just sort of like, 
I know Justin Jefferson's an alpha, but you get taken out in the playoffs two years in a row, basically eliminated from the game plan. I don't know about that. And I think AJ Brown coming in here is gonna gonna want to open it up, and I don't think he can really be stopped in this yeah. game. So I like and AJ's him. more physical. He's a more physical yeah. receiver too. Like he, everything isn't gonna be down to feel like he's gonna take some slants and like run into some linebackers. You get what I'm saying? Like yep. he, he's he's a different guy. Yeah, no doubt. So I like that. And is this? They didn't give us a Richie James. Richie James let me down a little bit last week with not he, he tied on the receptions, went under the yards. The hot Hodges Hodgins went nuts, is, man, nuts. Yeah, he's he's starting to get hot, and I'm gonna pull up his actual game log. He's barely missing. Um, over here in in recent games, he's gone over it big twice and has just missed twice and just made it one time and they're gonna have to throw where do you guarantee yeah they're gonna have they're gonna have to throw his game log over the past let's see several games here he didn't really get ultra involved basically until this philadelphia washington like this game right here other than that he wasn't too involved with his new involvement in here You know, Chief, I think I think this is a pretty safe over with how he's being used in the offense currently. If the yeah, under I, hits, I don't mind that at all. If the under hits, it's going to be like 36, 37. Like you're just going to miss out. And he obviously is showing yeah. a little bit more of a ceiling. Yeah, it's volume too, Britt. Like, so and real realistically, what does a what does a professional receiver need to get? 50 yards receiving in the NFL, right? Mm -hmm. Like if they're kind of one of the main guys, I think typically they're going to need about eight targets. You get what I'm saying? Because they're they're probably going to need roughly four to five catches depending on the ADOT. So I think Hodgins, if I'm not mistaken, Brett, didn't Hodgins have like 10 targets this past week? He had nine targets and caught eight of them for 105. Okay, so he was very efficient. But even if he took two catches away, which is more realistic, right? That he's more like five or six catches rather than eight for nine. He's still going to go over 40, 41 and a half receiving yards. So mm-hmm. I, I think, I think that's a good line. Um, Slayton, Slayton kind of, he popped him early he popped him late. So he went over as well. I definitely feel more comfortable with Hodges at 41 and a half. My, my assumption is they're not going to give us a reception prop. Okay. And a half this week. He's probably going to come in at four and a half based on the the performance. Um, but but the yards right now, I think, are, are the play. I'm I'm perfectly fine firing up Daniel Jones, Hodgins, and then uh, Devontae or AJ on the other side. Like I'm perfectly fine doing that right mm-hmm. now. Like I, I think that's I think that's a good strategy. Yeah, and then I want to talk about the San Francisco Dallas game, which isn't up. But yeah, because Dallas just played last night, and they, you yeah, know. that's gonna it, those lines are gonna pop up on some point on both underdog. Let me see. Let me just quadruple check and make sure underdog hasn't put anything up in the last few minutes. They have no, not. They have, I'm on there right now. They have put up. Put so, it. set the Christian McCaffrey line and where you'd hit the over. What's what's the number you'd look at, and you wouldn't click the over on it. Um. Just, just straight up rushing, just pure, yeah. pure rushing. I would probably say straight up eighty and a half. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna 
I mean, he had 15 rushing attempts last week for 119 yards. I know the Dallas defense is is significantly better. And he hit, Seattle. and one of those was like a 68 yard rush. Yeah, he and so, he he has the ability to do that. Yeah, but if they put it at 80 and a half, I'm I'm less comfortable. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not completely out, but like that's kind of my that's where I say okay, I just leave the prop alone completely. If I see another 75 and a half or something like that, there's no doubt I'm going to take the over when it comes up. And then from, you know, the whole, like, let's start with the 49ers offense. I don't know. I think I'm comfortable taking whatever number on Debo, unless it's like ridiculous. If I look at it, I'm like, what for Debo? And it's just too high because he looks to be, the guy. He was the guy from when everyone was healthy with Purdy before he got hurt. He was was the guy last week. He has the ability to do these crazy yards after catch things. He did that. He does it all the time. Yeah, he. So I'm, I'm going to be looking. Yeah, I'm going to be looking at the Debo for sure because they're going to need him to be heavily involved. I think the Dallas offense that clicked last week. The Dallas offense can always take a step back. That can throw one of those horrible interceptions. They could try to run Zeke a bunch when Tony Pollard is clearly the better running back in basically all aspects, oh, and they God. can stall. They could stall some drives or what? Like, yeah. And I, I, I know we got to get out of here, but God, thank God Zeke got to those thirteen rushing attempts that I that I knew he would. Never a doubt. Uh, but man, bro, like Zeke's averaging like one yard a carry right now. Two, like, yeah. come on, Zeke. What I'm is not gonna happening? unless their line unless Pollard's line is like. 27 and a half. I don't think I'm going to be taking it against though the 49ers. This is going to be a passing yeah. game. It's going to be a CD Lamb, Dalton Schultz. Um, those are the only maybe a gallop if his line's low enough. It, it just Dallas has so many ancillary wide receivers now, they can mix it up quite a bit. So yeah. I'm going to be looking at the CD Lamb line. We saw with DK Metcalf the really the only way to move the ball against the 49ers is on the outside using outside receivers to get down the field. So we're going to have to see how that is. And I don't mind. You think Purdy, he's on this like one and a half. If his line's one and a half touchdowns passing, I think he said at every game we're going to go to that against Dallas. I don't hate that. Yeah, I, I don't hate that call. Um, God, there was one other prop I was trying to think about for that game. Oh, the point five fantasy point props, Brett. They gave us Jake Ferguson last night at point five fantasy point. For the whole game. Yep. One play. Uh, that's all he got. All he got was one play, but that's all you need. But but that's typically what he gets anyway. Like, so I'm comfortable doing that. They gave us T.Y. and Noah Brown at point fantasy points for the first half. Mm-hmm. I My favorite was Brown because he's on the field about 60, I think it was 63% of the time. T.Y. is out there about 3% of the time. So if I had to choose one, no doubt. I'm always going to side with Brown, but they both hit. If they give us those again, I am going back because Dallas is going to have to throw the ball, period. Like, they're going to have to throw the ball to try to keep up with this with uh, San Francisco. So I just wanted to put those out there. Brett Maurer, uh, I found out from one of my buddies that um, they actually didn't even let him fly on the team plane. He had to take – he had to get his own transportation. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> My God, what an I'm epic surprised. fail. I can't believe it hasn't come out. He, they're looking for a kicker this week yet. Oh, man, what in the world. But, uh, but yeah, Brent, so that that's kind of it for me this week. Um, 
you know, we'll we'll see if, if any oddball props come out or things that we like. You guys know we'll post it in the prop shop. Um, you know, and once again, I close this show out with a huge thank you, Randall Randacat. Watch out. Thank you guys so much for the tennis. I know this is an NFL show, but I, you know, I would feel very I just want to thank He's you all- guys. There's already posts on tennis. There's posts on tennis in the prop shop right now. Oh, God. Hold on. Yeah. Big week. All right. I'm going in there right now. Ah. Uh, we'll have, we'll have to see. see. But, yeah, get in the prop shop if you want some free tennis monies. Uh, it was great. We ba- They basically hit everything uh, out of a, a bunch of picks. So it was a really nice week for everyone in the prop They're shop. They're starting to bring them up. Oh, yep. man. Well, so, here it is, I've, folks. Uh, we got to get out of here. I, I got yep. this money to make. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, and then uh, we'll do one for the Super Bowl. I don't know if I can say Super Bowl. We're going to get fined. Roto-Grinders is going out of business. But for that, uh, we'll have one. It might not be like – we'll have to wait until the board is real full on prize picks and underdog of all the crazy props, and we'll jump in and we'll definitely do a show uh, for that game as well. So yeah. we'll just have to see. What they post up next week's show. I don't know if we'll do Tuesday. We'll have to see when the when the when everything's up. We want both games up. We want maybe even all the props up, Chief. Maybe we'll do it a little later in the week. But I always like doing the show early. We'll discuss that. But anyway, go get in on the prop shop. Click the like on YouTube. We would greatly appreciate that. Get your props in early. The lines are already adjusting. Have fun this week for Chief. I'm Brett. Thanks for watching, and we out you.